This is a Bible teaching podcast from www.lumen.org.uk. That's L U M I N.org.uk. The presenter is Jeff Lumley. Let's start a series on the Lord's Prayer. And the first line of the Lord's Prayer, which in the modern version is Our Father in heaven. Who can pray the Lord's Prayer? Well, of course, everyone can pray the Lord's Prayer. But who can say, Our Father? Father. Is God the Father of the whole human race? Well, of course, there is a sense in which He is. He is the Creator. He is the first source. He is the beginner of everything. He was um, to Adam as a father and therefore in that sense he is the father of the whole human race but generation after generation we have got further from the father. He has become, you know, for uh, Cain, Abel and Seth if you like he was the grandfather and then the great-grandfather and the great In what sense can we call God father and John makes that clear in chapter 1 of his gospel in verse 12 when he says to all who received Jesus he gave the power to become children of God Jesus says he is the the Bible says Jesus is the firstborn the first begotten son later on in John God loved the world so much that he gave his only son. But Jesus makes it possible for us to become God's children. And there are two ways the Bible talks about this. You must be born again, John said to Nicodemus in that passage I just quoted from in chapter 3. And then Paul writes about us being adopted as God's children. And there are differences, of course, between have we been born again as a child of God? Have we been adopted as a child of God? And by looking at both of those in detail, you get different aspects of what it means to be the son of God, the daughter of God. But the clear connection between the two is that in order to do that you have to have made this new relationship start. You must be born again, you can be adopted as not everybody has been born again. Not everybody has been adopted. To all who received him he gave the power to become children of God. So the clue is in those words to all who received him. We need to receive Jesus. What does that mean? Does it mean, as the uh, conservative evangelical teaching says, you must ask the Lord into your heart? Well, actually, that's not true, is it? Jesus doesn't come into your heart, but the Holy Spirit enters into the believer. That's, That's what we understand. The Bible teaches about the seed being planted 
and growing and that is how birth happens and it's also how new birth happens the seed of the Holy Spirit comes into a believer and we have a new birth and a new start and it's like being adopted because we were firstly not children of God and now we have become children of God so in that sense it's adoption we have changed from not in his family to in his family but we've done it through this thing called new birth which is essentially a willful decision to be part of God's family our father can really only truly be prayed by those who are already in his family so the very beginning of this prayer there's an invitation to become part of that family and an awakening to ask ourselves am I there am I part of the family of God our father in heaven where is God Here's in my heart. Well, that's not what this prayer says, is it? The Father is in heaven. And here we see the something of the Trinity, something of the triune majesty of God, that God is ultimately other, above us and in heaven, but he's also living in our heart by his Holy Spirit. What does that mean? It means that we have invited the Holy Spirit to be part of our lives as we seek to follow Jesus and be his body here on earth together with others. Before we go on with the in heaven bit, that word our, it doesn't say my father in heaven. It is the together with others, our father in heaven. We are together with others in this. We, together, are the body of Christ. I, alone, am only part of that body. And Paul unpacks this. You can't just be that one part of the body. You can't be a finger. You have to be joined to the hand and the other fingers and the arm and the torso and the legs and the brain and the eyes you cannot be alone and fulfilled and all that God meant you to be we are together the body of Christ it is our father he is in heaven he is there that means he is above all the problems all the issues all the things that go on in our world. He is not affected by them. That is the storm. And to put it a totally upside down way of thinking about it, if you are, I don't know, a blue whale, if I were a blue whale, I know that's not a line of the song, if you were a blue whale, you might surface to get some air and the sea might be stormy and rough and you know the waves are mounting up and crashing you dive down into the sea you go a hundred feet down it's calm it's placid 
it's the right place to be. You can live in the storm, you can be out of the storm, and God is way above the storms of this earth, far above all rule and dominion and power, as it says uh, in Paul's writings, I think Romans 8 for that one. That is where God is. He is not affected by what's going on. Neither is any of it a shock. The entire story of the Bible is one of the rebellion of man against God and the foolishness of that rebellion and the way that rebellion is doomed to fail and the way all the things man tries to do without God leads to trouble, leads to disaster and ultimately leads to death. God is not surprised by any of that, nor is he affected by any of that. God is the still heart of the universe. God is there and peace emanates from him. We're not called in the Psalms to rest in God for no reason. Be still, O my soul. Rest in God. We're not called to rest in God because God is not at rest. We're called to rest in God because the Bible says way back in Genesis, God is at rest and God is peace and God is rest. He's in heaven. So when we come to pray, we come to the one who is above all the issues, all the problems, and all the disasters that we are facing, and he is at rest. So to come into God's presence is like for the blue whale to dive down below the waves and to be at peace where the waves and the storm are not affecting. You can't stay there all the time. The whale has to go up for air. We have to go back into the world. But we go back taking that rest with us, knowing that rest is there and choosing to get back into that rest as often as possible. Not for nothing is the word heaven often synonymous with paradise, a place of perfect existence for a person. So we come to this prayer, our Father in heaven, and we are at rest with him, confident that he is not affected by what we're doing. But more than that, he can also guide us on a path through the storm that is the path of least trouble, least problem, least difficulty. Our Father, which art in heaven, our Father in heaven.
This series on the Lord's Prayer is based on Jeff C. Buckney's Worn Through which you can purchase and download from books.limin.org.uk That's L-U-M-I-N.org.uk The music is by raiseforall.wordpress.com Thank you for listening.